Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Devil Pulls the Strings by J.W. Zarek. Narrated by Kurt Bonham. Chapter 28 The Villa Malazine and I turn another bend. Hills within a field of wildflowers play peekaboo under warm blue skies, and the sight of a villa grander than I could imagine fills the view. Detailed stone masonry defines the first level. A large stone arch sits in the center of the second level. I inhale long and deep. The air is unspoiled. Country fresh. It's like I'm home in Missouri, but better. Your land is charming, perfect for riding. Do you have horses? I take in another mouthful of air. Yes, why do you ask? Melazine says. A smile breaks upon my face. The air is so country fresh. I step slower as we get closer to the villa. One, two, three, four. You have four full-sized statues on the first two floors. Is that why you're trying to catch bugs, sir? Melazine stares at my face. I shut my mouth. Your villa is... Your villa is bigger than Venice. The double front doors open. A young man appears in the doorway, his ebony hair tied in a ponytail. Strong jaw and hands. His outrageous outfit is eye-catching. A black wool jacket with four large brass buttons on each side. A white button shirt with those stiff, scratchy collars. I scratch the back of my neck. The man's black pants and well-polished, clunky, dark leather shoes complete his outfit. He stares, attempting to size me up. Melazine. You don't just read gothic novels, you're living one, I say. Would that make you one of the charming rogues? The man steps forward. Welcome back, Lady Anjou. Thank you, Enzo. Have my mother and sisters returned? No, they have not returned from town. This is Mr. Daniels from America. He saved my life today. Mother will want to meet him. Tell the chef to prepare a meal for two on the real veranda. Enzo relaxes his stance. Excellent. Welcome to the Villa de Dainichi, sir. Nice to meet you. What does Dainichi mean? I ask. Enzo places his hand over his heart. People of a peace. Melazine motions to me. This way. Everything inside the villa? is lavish. The ceiling above the corridor holds large murals surrounded by carvings and sculptures of frolicking fairies, surrounded by exotic animals, surrounded by unknown beings I can't quite figure out. My gaze drifts from red and yellow flower patterns on the drapes to ceiling carpets hanging on the walls between the windows 
to the wavy patterned black and white floor tiles. Further along, through another corridor and through double doors, is an expansive lawn with a border of enormous trees. I follow Melazine out to a veranda, where there's an iron table and two chairs. This is where I love to read and have my afternoon tea, she says. I can understand why. My voice carries awe. I pull out a chair for her. What would you like to drink or eat? Enzo says. I step back quick, ready to fight. Way to sneak up on a guy, Enzo. Melazine smooths her skirt. Enzo, please bring us chicken, iced tea, wine, fruit, and cheese. Excellent, Princess Anjou. He bows. Did he just call you princess? I turned to say something to Enzo, but he's gone. Where'd he go? Who? Enzo. I don't pay much attention. He's a servant. He always comes and goes, appeals and disappears. Here you go, sir. Enzo is standing there, appearing out of nowhere. Delicious chicken, sweet and iced tea, fruit, cheese, and wine. The warm aroma of herb-seasoned chicken wafts up my nose. Wow, that was quick. I turn my attention back to Malazine. What do you do while in Italy? A glow of enthusiasm fills her face. The most wonderful gifted young artist from Genoa is touring. We are going to see him in Milan. Thankfully, the city is only a day's ride from here by carriage. She lifts and sips from her glass cup. You must try our iced tea. It is quite refreshing. I take a sip from my cup. Mmm, as good as Missouri sweet tea, if not better. I swallow, raise my glass to show my appreciation. Is this man you're going to see a painter or a sculptor? Oh, no. He's a musician of the highest caliber. A violinist, blessed in skill and talent beyond his years. He can do with his instrument what no one has ever seen before. She leans closer to me. There is a rumor such gifts are not heaven sent, but must be the work of the devil. She leans back in her chair and takes another sip. But I don't believe this. Do you mean Paganini? I ask. Melazine gasps, touching her hand to her chest. Paganini is known in America? Yes. Paganini's reputation and remarkable ability have reached our shores. You should come with us then. I'll introduce you. We met when we were younger, and his playing is the rarest of treats. That would be something to see. A ripple, a subtle shiver runs up my spine. Bad dreams and visions of Paganini in Italy can't be a coincidence. Enthusiastic innocence explodes across her face. Oh, please promise you will come. I hesitate, then gulp another sip of my tea. I promise to do my best to go. Is Paganini the reason why I'm here in this portal now? But I was after the blue rose. What does this mean? Is the rose here? Does Paganini have it? Princess, your mother and sisters have returned. Enzo's instant appearance is a welcome distraction. Melazine puts down her cup, wipes her mouth with her napkin. 
Mother will want to thank you. A faint flush crosses her cheeks. She springs to her feet, staring past me. Mother, I have the most heroic tale to tell you. Please, come in and let me introduce my rescuer. I stand. The lady in the doorway is the most majestic person I've ever seen. Two much younger girls, dressed similarly to Melazine, accompany the lady. That's Melior and Palestine from my waking nightmare. I roll my shoulders back and push out my chest. Mazel, please meet Mr. Daniels from America, Melazine says. I bow. Your Majesty? I straighten. Melazine's mother nods. Her probing eyes travel up from my feet to my head, slower than the line moves at McGuff's water slide in the middle of a slow swelter July heat wave. Melazine? What do you mean this man rescued you? Mother, a band of bloodthirsty thugs was upon me when Mr. Daniels fell from the sky. He shook heaven and earth with a terrifying shout. It scared those thugs and me to our cause. A quick battle ensued with Mr. Daniels victorious. Melazine's mother gives a subtle nod. It seems I owe you a debt of gratitude for saving my daughter's life today, Mr. Daniels from America. I glance from Melazine to her mother and smile. It was nothing, your majesty. It just happened I was on the same road as your daughter. She was in trouble, so intervening was the right thing to do. She walks gracefully, practically gliding. Mr. Daniels, you are a most unusual errant knight. I thank you for saving Melusine. I am Queen Prasina. Now, ask anything, and you shall have it. I place my hand on my chest and bow my head. Thank you, Queen Prasina. But everything worked out, and your daughter's safe now. That's all that matters. You want for nothing, sir? Pray tell, what brings you to this land? It turns out I'm searching for flora. I quest for flowers. Or more specifically, a rare blue rose. There's a strange knowing that crosses Queen Fresina's face. A rare blue rose? In these lands? Are you sure? I'm not sure, but... I'm searching for a blue rose that only blooms once every hundred years. Her porcelain forehead creases. I have held of this blue rose, but I hesitate to share with you its location. This is all I request. She releases a slow, deep breath. Because, and only because you have saved my daughter, I will say that what you seek is found deep in the woods in a hut without doors or windows, sitting atop a pair of giant chicken legs. The one who grows the rose in their garden is an old, wise, and dangerous woman, ancient by any standards, and often misidentified as a witch. But she is so much more than that. Ah, uh, the hut sits on a pair of chicken legs? The strange remembrance is stuck in my brain. You've seen such a hut? Yes, but it felt more like a dream. And this witch, does she have a name? Her name is Baba Yaga. I'm not that surprised. 
Her name confirms I'm on the right path. Baba Yaga may help you if you do her a favor. But then again, she also might eat you. Even if I help her? Queen Prasina's body stiffens. She searches my face. Especially after you help her. Baba Yaga is not what she seems. She is a supernatural being and force of nature who often appears as a village grandmère or one of a trio of sisters of the same name. Which or not, my search for the blue rose seems to have led me here. Finding this rose is critical. Many people will be hurt or worse if it's not found. Baba Yaga is found north in a great forest. When you find a giant felled tree with a knot off ripped away, one that resembles a tormented face, turn left and follow your nose. You cannot miss her. She glides closer to me. I shall provide you my fastest horse, food, and water. As well as a gift to Baba Yaga, Queen Prasina says. The words have barely left the queen's mouth when Enzo appears. Here is your bag, sir. Enzo hands me a rugged sack. I shall meet you outside with the queen's horse. Be safe, Mr. Daniels. I bid you well. May your quest be successful, and we hope to see you again someday. Queen Prasina's voice carries concern. I'm touched by your kind sentiment, wise counsel, and gift of a horse. I bow. But what about your promise to see Paganini? Melazine says. I promise when I return your mother's horse, we shall go see Paganini then. Her smile is silent, but so much like sapphires. Coming up next in The Devil Pulls the Strings by J.W. Zarek. Chapter 29 Deep in the Forest <laughs> 